Welcome, folks, to episode 40 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking all things Dice Masters in the United Kingdom. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as the true Mr. Six, and with me today I have Andy. A.K.A. Willie Fisterbottom. <laughs> You've done that because of what we were talking about before we recorded. <laughs> You carry on, smut fiend, you. <laughs> <laughs> I messaged you this week. You've not used the AKA that I actually suggested. No, I, I, I decided not to. <laughs> <laughs> so, dear listener, I suggested that Andy use the AKA Penultimo. Or El Penulti- Penultimo. Is it El Penultimo? I don't know. Uh, but that, that's a, a special little in-joke. For, for, why, is uh, that? why is that? Why is that? Share with the listeners. Go All on. Right, if well, you've got something funny to share, share it with the class. Yeah, okay. Well, there's, there's the two reasons why that AKA is funny. The first is it's just like a, a little in-joke play on uh, Lucan, the El Segundo himself. <laughs> um, and just the coincidence of the meaning of El Segundo and that he was the listener in that Where Are You location. Uh, but penultimo means second to last. And the reason for that is because, why is that, Andy? I honestly don't know. Uh, mate, I think we'll find you came second to last in the MOPDM last weekend. Oh. Uh, oh, well, that was just fun, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> You'd never see me ranking that low at a serious Nationals tournament, would you? Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've got an idea. I'm going to play Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> That's my finest moment. No, it was a good laugh, though. Well, good evening, my man. How are you this fine evening? Very well, mate. How are you doing? You all right? Yes, I'm okay. I'm tired. I've had a busy couple of days in work. I'm not into this work thing. <laughs> work. Yeah, it's horrible. You'll be pleased to know my fibre installation happens tomorrow. Oh, fantastic. That means mm. we'll have Minecraft videos for uh, our listeners. Yes, well, that's why I bring it up, actually. So one of the things that we've been tinkering about with recently is doing a bit more with our YouTube channel. So we've slowly but surely started putting back episodes of the podcast on there for those who prefer to get their podcast entertainment through YouTube. Hi, Martin. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Hello, Martin. But equally, we've been both playing, I suppose this this kind of segues neatly into the what have you been up to bit that we usually do. Um, we've been playing in the Chris and Rob's Game Room Invitational. Um, many of those games have been recorded and uploaded on the YouTubes by the guy at DM North, Jordo, that we like. Jordo. Jordo. And DM Armada has been putting his games up. The guys over at Dice Masters with James and Zach have been putting their games up. Um, and they very kindly uh, let us go back and get those videos and do a special features commentary over the top of them. So we've been we've been expanding our horizons a little bit into the world of video. However, if you go and watch those videos, what you will see is that my connection is Bobbins. Yeah, it's awful, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Uh, MOD Dice Masters a la Minecraft. It's grim, so my upgrade is happening tomorrow. Uh, but outside of Chris and Rob's games room, what have you been up to? Well, not a lot, really. Uh, we've taken into account the invitational games, of which uh, played Yort, a.k.a. Troy, hmm. uh, in the first round, uh, which was a success. Beat him, which was nice. Uh, then I played uh, James from Dice Masters of James and Zach which is very close, but he pipped me and beat me, so I'm one and one. 
I, I watched that game actually. I wasn't able to watch it live because you did it in the middle of the day, but I watched the video afterwards, and yeah, it looks like it, it was a good game. Lots of back. At, well, I say a good game actually. It was all right. <laughs> it was all right. Yeah, I mean, put up. A, well, you'll talk about yours, but I think we've both been putting in a good show, which is nice. Really. Um, <laughs> Kind of. <laughs> it's not been a, too bad. Uh, uh, what else then? We had the MOD PDM, which we will talk about later on in the show. Yeah. And that went really well. That was a fantastic event. It's one, I think it's one of my favourite events I've ever been to. Uh, it was casual, plenty of fun, back and forth games, nothing too in your face, super powerful. You know, we had a good to and fro to the games. So it was uh, brilliant. It's really, really good. <laughs> People will be saying, "What have you done to him?" Um, I know, right? I have broken. <laughs> I have, yeah. I made you one of us woolly wombo combo Johnny types. <laughs> yeah, no, it was fantastic. It's really good. It's one that I said uh, one of the most enjoyable tournaments. We had a nice variety of players there. So we had, and well, we'll go into it later. But we had some in-your-face power gamey types on mm. one end of the spectrum on the other end of the spectrum we had a couple of guys whose first time of getting the dice out and giving them a roll so brilliant really good it's good to uh, see more people getting into the game and uh, we had a good turnout so uh, but other than that it's really just been doing normal stuff and yeah. doing doing my chores and yeah real life yeah so it's, you know doing the bits that I promised to do in order for me to have the time off to go off to Manchester for the weekend and play Dice Masters. Oh yeah, you got to get your wife credits. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. So uh, that's that's about it. What about you, mate? You been up to much else? No, uh, the same really, because we've had so much Dice Masters stuff going on. There's not been a lot of space to fit other bits and bobs in. Um, so I had my Chris and Rob Game Room Invitational Games. I had my match against Laurier the week before last, and then I played Dan Low this week. Hi, Dan. Did not enjoy Laurier's game at all, but I had quite a fun time with Dan. Lots of good chat and banter, talking about random X-Men cartoons and the Ninja Turtles. (laughs) Just kind of really laid back. And uh, Dan, I think, is quite new to the game. So it's nice to see a newer player getting involved in the online scene, finding his feet, learning the hard way, as we all did um, in, in his gaming experience there. But he had some really fun ideas on his team. So go check that video out, actually. There's, um, there's there's one moment in particular that stands out to me. It was a nice little manoeuvre. He had a collector in the field. I'm playing a Babs direct damage kind of thing. And it was clear I'd kept enough bolts back. That collector was going to get murdered. <laughs> <laughs> and he collected in my Raven, which, of course, stops targeting against mass characters. And I couldn't touch his collector. I was like... Yeah, all right. Well, fair play to you. You know, that's a lovely little move. And what Dan's team has got the doppelganger on it as well, and kind of the whole thing about it. Well, he's got a few few pivots and angles, but I like that idea of, yeah, I'm not going to bring a win condition. I'm just going to bring stuff to steal yours. <laughs> yeah, <very> clever. <laughs> yeah, I really like that. So that 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 was a fun game on the. Uh, invitational uh, then obviously the mopdm me and the hashtag competitive wife haven't fit in any gaming for a little while now because we've had some busy weekends same same as you mate just real life getting in the way of the nerd life you know so uh, although we're planning on getting our our february done on pandemic legacy this oh week, yes saturday. Is, is legacy what did we say sunday i can't remember this weekend anyway we're gonna we're gonna get the pandemic legacy do the february one so wish us luck with that good luck yeah 
So what else has been going on in the world of Dice Masters? Um, it's been quite quiet, hasn't it? Well, quite quiet in some respects, but quite a lot going on in other respects. So uh, one thing uh, that I thought to bring up, <laughs> yeah, on the one hand, but on the other hand, that was, I've, I've just uttered probably one of the most ridiculous statements, haven't I? Uh, when there's nothing going on, there's nothing going on. But when there are things going on, there are things going on, mate. On one hand, you could say that. On the other hand, you could say not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But one thing I did want to bring up is uh, Arjun Lucan over at Rolling Thunder, hi gents, or Arjun El Segundo, have been, I don't know if, if folks have listened to their first episode or had a look on their website, but they're talking about a one big weekend of Dice Masters. They're working in partnership with Chris and Rolls Games Room and DM North, and they've been in touch with us over here. Um, and what Arjun's trying to put together is, uh, I think around the 9th and 10th of March, just getting as many stores worldwide all having a Dice Masters event format of their choosing but just getting dice masters on the go in their local gaming store or gaming club but then what what Arge has offered to do is the top two players from each of those local level events earns a um what's the word a buy into a pass into entry entry uh, yeah ofs i'm, I'm obviously yeah ofs I'm obviously tired. I'm ha- I'm tired. Hashtag obs. Into a, a, an online kind of tournament, top cut thing. Yeah, Jesus Christ, Chris. <laughs> Get a grip. Anyway, he's putting up his factory set that he won at Worlds for the for the eventual winner. So there's two stages: your local level stage, a regional that you play at your local store on the one big weekend, and then the top two get their entry into the online kind of finals. Um, and, yeah, and the winner of that finals will take away Arge's factory set. So that, that's something if you're interested, folks out and about. Uh, we, uh, um, the Manchester scene, we're getting together. We're I think we're at Fanboy Three on the Sunday on March the 10th. But keep uh, UK players keep an eye on Facebook for more information about that. I think we're we're just going to go for Modern Constructed. Just have a pretty straight up and down event we're hoping the super spy stuff might have landed on these shores by then as well so we can play for the new promos but you know whiskers (laughs) whiskers hashtag whiskers Mm. yeah we're gonna um, start a new little trial of uh, games uh, are we aren't we we did global escalation we did 10 10 on 10 Uh, then we kind of veered off to Single affiliation for the MOD PDM, as well as some global escalation for the Invitational. But uh, we are this evening, so we'll let you know, let you guys know how we get on in the next few weeks. Uh, a new modern MOD modern format. <laughs> uh, but basically, the thoughts was that there's twofold. Firstly, if there's new players who've just got into the scene because of uh, the uh, the new box sets, the campaign box sets of uh, Avengers Infinity and the Warhammer and all the team packs, then build some book and try and build some good competitive teams out of that uh, restricted kind of card pool. But also when the uh, the next season in inverted covers comes around, uh, we expect there to be more rotation. And they're quite heavy-handed with their rotation, so it wouldn't be inconceivable that they would just get rid of anything that came blind and uh, and started afresh from uh, Avengers Infinity. So to get us prepared to play around with some of the cards from there, where we might veer off and back to uh, to old favourites like maybe Mimic, Billy Club, Collector, 
so try it nice and fresh, see what we can come up with, see if there's anything good in there, and we'll let you know how we go. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, I've not really engaged that greatly with the 40k stuff so far, so... Um, yeah, it'd be nice to. Plus, I think we've you know we've got the invitational going on, but we've had the MOPDM. We were working on single affiliation for that. We played around with ten in ten and global escalation as an, an interesting intellectual exercise. But we actually sort of with no competitive play formally on the horizon. We're kind of at a bit of a loose end, aren't we? So we just thought we'd do some fun teams, see what happens, get the campaign boxes and the team packs out, and see what what teams we can make. Yeah, definitely. And I've said, I think from the last uh, podcast is that I don't really know how. I don't fully. I get how a card works without playing it. Mm. And some of the Avengers Infinity stuff I look at, and I'm just like, meh. But it could actually be really good. So it'd be nice to get some of them out. Some of the uh, the Ultramarines again. They all look a little bit kind of blandy, but I'm sure they are pretty good. So actually get them on the table, see what they do, and they go, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. really good. Um, uh, so that should be quite fun. Yeah, so keep your ears open, folks, for a, a segment or two down the line where we'll share some thoughts on the team-building challenge using just the non-blind product, uh, and also just if we come across any interesting combos and whatnot. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, right. Well, let's talk a little bit about what we've got coming up in the show then. So uh, as we've just mentioned, the MOPDM took place this weekend, just gone. So we did some live audio on the day and we got a little bit of chat about how that went for you to give a bit of a tournament report. And then uh, this episode marks our next 2019 Ministry of Dice, the bar competitor, which is quite a topical guest this week in relation to Chris and Rob's Games Room Invitational. Hint, hint. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll have a bit of a chat with, with that individual and Andy will put them through the paces in the two-minute quick-fire round. I, uh, I've not updated the leaderboard, actually. It's still the 2018 leaderboard on the FritRoller6.com site. Oh, I'll have a go at that. Yeah, I've got some funky things going on with my WordPress account. It's not, it's not the best web host, really, but it, it, it works okay for a techno-invalid like me uh, until I actually try and do something <laughs> like set up a new page. <laughs> <laughs> with something as simple as a leaderboard picture on it. <laughs> but today's guest will be joining uh, the likes of Arge and Lucan. Well, that's it. That's what we've had so far. This is our February guest, isn't it? It is, yeah. We've only had the two so far. Yeah. But what a two to have, eh? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. First and second. <laughs> Team Rolling Thunder. El Primero and El Secundo. <laughs> See, see, they've had two episodes now, and uh, there's been two entries into the Hall of Fame, and, and we've not even had a mention. Well, yes, but they do say retired or semi-retired, and we uh, we do not fit into either of those categories. Well, according to you, I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're still playing, though, even though your best days are behind you. <laughs> it's like that, that, the old dog that won't quit. Yeah, El Penultimato, El Penultimo, whatever, you, whatever it was. <laughs> anyway... Anyway, moving on. Uh, so, yeah, let's get on with the show, I suppose. Let's move on. Uh, we'll jump straight into the MOPDM coverage. Welcome back, boys and girls. And, yes, what we'd like to talk about now for this next segment is the Ministry of Dice presents Dice Masters event that took place Sunday just gone. So this is now our fourth MODPDM? Yes, number four. Number four. So we did three last year, and this is the first first of this year. Uh, if anyone is new to the podcast and doesn't really know what we're talking about right now, 
So in MOD PDM, a Ministry of Dice presents Dice Masters, I think I'll say that in the live audio in a minute, is a uh, Swiss-only tournament that we put on with a kind of casual tone to it, uh, although there is prizing involved, uh, really just to fill some of the gaps in between those downtimes or as the case possibly may be, the, the no times of having uh, official WizKid Open tournaments. So last year, uh, when uh, there was there was a big gap, I think over here, certainly in the UK, the US got some, but we didn't, didn't they? they we just did two seasons of WKOs and they had a third. We just mm-hmm. felt like, you know, let's get some people together and play some dice. <laughs> so we've held them all over the country um, uh, one of which was for a charitable event and this one was at my local store Element Games in Stockport Um, just because I've got a bit of sway around those parts you know what I'm saying in it in it so a couple of things about an MOPDM to point out. So we like to play all day. We're not into top cuts and you know, people starting to drift away while the quarterfinals and semifinals are taking place and whatnot. So we, we do Swiss only and base our, our final rankings at the end of the day on the Swiss results. Uh, the prizing is a little bit different too. We... We do a first prize, a second prize, a fellowship prize, and a wooden spoon for last place. But we also have the True Mr. Six Mystery Prize Raffle. There's some corkers of stuff in that. Yeah, well, so... It's one you of know, the best raffles we've had. Yeah, I've been gathering stuff up. Whenever I'm in a shop and something catches my eye or I see something about, uh, I like to put Dice Master specific stuff in there. Um, so we had custom alt art cards by our friend Stu. Hello, Mr. Dixon. Um, my kids did a few for us as well, which I think are better than Stu's, to be honest. But, you know, I don't want to bruise his ego. <laughs> Uh, we had Zen bins, we had basic action indicators, uh, died sidekick dice. Um, Thanks, Jordo. Yeah, thank you again, Jordo. Jordo. Uh, and then, uh, and then, just general kind of uh, Dice Masters IP related merchandise. So it was DVDs, Blu-rays, graphic novels. Um, but the movement trays that you had done that was first place, wasn't it? Oh yes, that's right. Yeah. So uh, again, people may have seen if you read the blog or have listened to the podcast. I have a, a kind of laser cut wooden board that I place underneath my playmat so that I can just kind of up and shift around events quickly and conveniently with my dice on top without having to kind of pack everything up or do that <laughs> that that weird mat fold. <laughs> <laughs> where you make your mat like a bag and carry things over. Um, so I got a couple of them done up with the Element Games and the um, Ministry of Dice logo on it. Yeah, that was in the uh, top spot. We had some framed art, uh, a wonderful Kate Bishop that, that Stu had done for us. Yeah, just tons of stuff. So uh, every game won on the day earns you a raffle ticket. Each of those raffle tickets relates to a prize in my mystery box. And at the end of the day, you get to draw draw your tickets and see what you've pulled, what you've pulled out of my box. <laughs> yeah, it's a good day. I I um I got a beautiful set of die dice. Dane Jordo's die dice. It's beautiful. Yeah, uh, yours were. Did you get one of the marbly ones? Wasn't it? I think you got. Yeah, yeah. Um, the black, black and silver. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, one of the sets was were particularly exciting, actually. Matt had done them in a green, but each of the two, in the uh, the four sets of two, he had two dice all with red symbols, two dice with orange symbols, two dice with blue symbols, and two dice with purple symbols. So it was like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle set, which I thought was really exciting. Yeah. Did anyone win them? Uh, yeah, yeah. In fact, the the prize box is, uh, has been rinsed. I'm going to have to sort of start all over again, <laughs> filling it up because uh, quite a few, quite a bit. 
went out on the day. So um, we had 14 players in total. Uh, travelled far and wide from from our great island to come and join in. So TJ, the figurehead of Scottish Dice Masters, came and joined us from from north of the wall. A few guys from the south coast, yourself and Stu, some folks from the Midlands, um, a new player, uh, Martin, that we that uh, hadn't come and played with us before. So uh, Martin, it was a real pleasure to meet you and have you come along and join us for the MOD PDM. Um, some of the lads from Yorkshire came down and then of course some of the core crowd in the Manchester area were there too so that was really cool we, we, not forget my man Javier oh yes hello Javier um, his first ever yeah, his first ever Dice Masters. well his like fourth or fifth game of Dice Masters yeah so that, that was really yeah. cool to get some new players along as well we we kicked off sort of late morning and just filled the day up with with rolling dice and uh we captured a bit of audio as the day went on so i think this first clip we did after the first round didn't we yes we did yeah so let's let's jump into that and see what we've got to say about our first round all right good morning folks so here we are then we're stood outside element games it's the day of the mod pdm ministry of dice presents dice masters for those who are not in the know uh, andy's here with me uh, we've just completed round one andy how has your first round gone So, stunning performance from Andy there. <laughs> I lost to uh, Steve, Mr. Discord McEwen, uh, with his X-Men team against my amazing Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. team. Well, that's really interesting, because I've just won my first round, and I'm playing X-Men today. So, And I think there's some similar card choices that me and Steve have made. Yes, there's a few similar ones. He's got a Cerebro. Oh, yeah. A Cerebro um, where you put it on a card, and when you fill that character... It knocks, it knocks out. out one of yours, and he's yeah. got multi, put it on multiple man, and just went nice. Boof, 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 boof. nice. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty nasty. Pretty devastating. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's a pretty good turnout we've got today. There's 14 players in total, which I think is uh, pretty rock solid for a a, <laughs> a wet, cold Manchester February afternoon. Um, so 14 players. The raffle's all set up. We've got some tremendous prizes. We'll do some photos and pop them up Fantastic in a bit. Fantastic prizes. Really yeah. nice looking ones. Sadly, the uh, Super Spies promos didn't arrive on our shores in time, though. What's that all about? Jimmy, sort it out. Yeah, Jimmy, get it sorted out. Uh, Jimmy, I swear I'm one instant message away from getting blocked by that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll come back and give you a bit of an update at the end of round two, but onwards and upwards for the rest of the day. Speak to you soon. Yeah, so there you go. So uh, as I mentioned in the clip there, uh, I was playing an X-Men build. I was using my old fan favourite, Colossus Piotr Rasputin, and pairing him up with the Xavier's school that spins all the dice up in order to make him much more painfully damaging for my opponent uh, multiple man for ramp and also for bodies later on when i want to uh, fill my field up wolverine for a bit of discount etc etc and um, uh, as you mentioned there was a, a another x-men team knocking around that steve McEwen, mr discord as you called him was there <laughs> yeah uh, you were playing agents of shield uh yes a cracker team i'd i'd am denied over teams and I? I tried loads of different affiliations and even though I was trying some teams which were better, like the villains team that I tried out, I mean, that there were some teams which were better. I kept going back to it because it was so much fun. Uh, tinkered a little bit, uh, and it consisted it had loads of different pivots and options. It's just that the pivots and options weren't massively killer, but they're all. It was just really fun. So you had um, the Maria Hill, where when you put the first time you in a turn you pull her out of the bag, uh, you can take a shield character a shield symbol energy type character out of your use pile and roll it 
Uh, so that's quite nice. So I was filling my bag up with Maria Hills at Circuit Drawer out, and they grab something from you and roll it straight in. The Nick Fury, so that you can feel stuff for free uh, if there's a villain on the other side of the board, and then Takedown, which was a basic action with a global that you could pay a mask and make something a villain to get around some of the high fielding costs in the team, so I can make an opposing psychic or whatever a villain and then chuck them all out for free. I mm. uh, had Overcrushing Big Death Lock. Yeah, uh, he, was which, your, he was your big swinger, wasn't he? Yeah, he could come back. You pay two life and you can spin him up and bring him back if he's knocked out. Uh, also had uh, Melinda May that could ping one damage to a character or player uh, when you fielded another Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. character. Mm, uh, who just, just won't die with that Iron Will either. Yeah, as long as um, there's another S.H.I.E.L.D. character out there, she's just going to stay there for, uh, you know, take any, take on all comers. And then another few bits that you know add to it, but overall it was just it was just a fun team to play. There's loads of different kind of movements and interactions. You wanted to be able to attack all the time, or there was enough characters that you wanted to throw out there. You can make sidekicks, you know, plus one with Phil Coulson and attack with that. You can ping with um, Melinda May, or you can go on the Deathlocks. So it was just fun, but not massively killer. So it you know it it did it did its job. It did it well, but others were better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it all sounds very exciting, but the the next clip we'll play at the end of round two may <laughs> it demonstrates something else. But um, if anyone's interested to get a sense of the variety of teams that are there, I've put the team list up on the BritRoller6.com blog, and we'll play this next clip now that we did at the end of round two, which will further illustrate kind of the variety of teams that people brought along. Okay then, boys and girls, so here we are then after the end of round two. We've had a little bit of lunch. We're going to be kicking off round three shortly, but here's our, our round two update. So how has round two gone for you, Mr. England? Uh, lost again. Lost again, so that's put you on 0-2. Not 2 The Agents no of S.H.I.E.L.D. Wins. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. aren't coming through for you today. Well, they're so good, I have to give myself a little bit of a handicap. So, first two games, lost them, threw them. Sure. Yeah, you lose so that we don't have to. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's bad news for me at the end of round two as well. I had a cracking couple of games with uh, our man TJ there. The figurehead of Scottish Dice Masters, who's travelled down to visit us today. Hi, Tej. Tej was playing DC Villains against my X-Men. And he just had an answer to everything going on. Did my nutting. Canny player. He is a canny player, yeah. And that um, Harley Quinn, actually, the promo. Um, tough cookie, is it? Oh, yeah, that's tough cookie. Did me in last game as well. Yeah, it's. Um, it doesn't. It just creeps up on you. Mm. Creeps up on you. And uh, I've, before I knew it, I was down at ten. I was like, "Have we played ten turns? What's going on?" Well, with a few other bits of chip here and there, I was at half life before I knew it. So, but thoroughly enjoyable games, nonetheless. So. Um, Let's see if we can have a better round three, shall we? Let's try. <laughs> yeah, so uh, not going so well for you there, Andy. Two two rounds in and two losses. Yeah, um, but uh, as as listeners will hear in the next piece of live audio, things picked up for you a little bit into the afternoon, didn't it? Fortunes did start to change. Yeah, let's have a listen to that then. All right, ladies and gents. Well, that's uh, round three. It's already proving to be a tremendous day of gaming. We've got another two rounds yet to go. Um, Andy, I believe you're now... You've got yourself a raffle ticket. Yeah, two and one. Managed to get myself a win. Hey, Woo! Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And what were you playing? Avengers team? Yeah, so Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. beats Avengers. Well, uh, it's all that, all that kind of sleuthing, yeah. super spying behind the scenes. But um, didn't I see you... Didn't I see a, a massive Hulk 
hanging around on that other team. Yeah. Did he get it out? No, he didn't get it out. <laughs> he had the opportunity to get it out. Didn't, didn't, twice against didn't take it. Didn't take it. Very good. Well, yeah, I've just uh, won my third round as well, which was was nice. It was just like a weird roll off against the Guardians team, where I couldn't roll my win condition. He couldn't roll his win condition. We were just sat for ages rolling, rolling dice. So that was that was fun. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's <what> we're here <laughs> for. Yeah, absolutely. We've also just um, awarded the uh, the Modcraft prizes to uh, our winner Dante here. Um, I'm sad to report, sad to report that Andy's tower didn't make it from the prize table to Dante's bag very well. <laughs> the word used was disintegrated. Disintegrated. The um, the Union Jack's doing okay-ish. Yes. It's getting a loose, a bit loose in the middle, a bit loose in the middle. But we've awarded them to Dante nonetheless. So congratulations, Dante, on your win. I think. Coupons are not available. <laughs> Right, we'll get the pairings done for round four then. Uh, yeah, folks. So uh, there you go, Andy. You turned it around. Got yourself some yeah. laughing hits. Yeah, um, which, which as we now know, um, resulted in you receiving a set of Jordo's special dyed sidekick dice. Uh, but but one thing already, just to reiterate uh, one of my comments before, just think of the teams we've mentioned there so far. You know, there's uh, villain teams, Guardians teams, Avengers teams, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. teams, X-Men teams. It's just a, a real pleasure to see everybody kind of get into that brewing mode and and playing around with loads of different and interesting stuff there was no one kind of dominating i suppose someone uh, everyone resisted the urge to go really hardcore marvel villains yes there's, i there's thought quite, we might have seen them yeah there's quite a bit of dc villains about but everyone resisted the urge to go for the the high control nastiness that is uh you know collector shriek scarlet witch blob <laughs> Nobby, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gobby, <laughs> you know. Um, so uh, I think something about the the tone and the culture of an MOPDM, everyone was was kind of all over and understood that we were there to to uh, you know, of course we were playing to win, but we were there to have some good casual fun uh, and the sociable element. So should we have a listen to uh, how it's gone for us after round four? Let's do it. Cool. Okay, here we are then after round four. Round four, yeah, round four so one more round to go. Uh, I have just sadly lost my fourth round. I got um, schooled by a 13-year-old. School <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so a great Justice League team built around the Green Lantern and the Batman from the new Harley Quinn set. So he had his sidekicks getting pumped up by the Batman and then the Green Lantern when he attacks gives plus two attack to everything so just like these super sidekicks coming down the field at me uh, and my opponent just kind of beat me old school and just lined up more characters in the field than I could reasonably block so still a great game even though um, I had to go down swinging you know what about your rounds? Uh, Drew won all with Stu Dixon uh, he had a nice Guardians of the Galaxy team with Yondu pinging me for uh, left right and centre Yeah, but managed to uh, line up just shields as Sam Wilson, <laughs> Sam Wilson global, global. <laughs> second to last turn. I thought I had, I was alright. I had nine shields to negate everything, uh, but on the final, final turn of the game, he managed to uh, to get another Yondu ping me enough and then swing through for the remaining two damage so well done Stu well, well done, done Stu yeah, yeah. Very so it's um, one thing I'm noticing through the course of the day is we've got a lot of these kind of uh, loads of back and forth 
going on in the games. We're hitting everyone's playing to time yeah. as because they're going quite evenly matched and duking it out for the win at the end, which is giving it a real nice vibe uh, around. Even some of the newer players that we've had today are still putting up a good fight, oh, yeah. which is terrifying, really. Um, so yeah, round four onto round five. It's looking like Cleggy's on for the top spot, I think, at this rate. Um, even if he gets, yeah, even if he gets a <laughs> power gamer, even if he gets beaten next round, I think he's going to take it. But onwards to round five anyway. So uh, we'll catch you in a bit, guys. Bye-bye. Yeah, I got battered by that Justice League team, man. <laughs> yeah, Seth takes you down again. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that lad is um, just consistently and repeatedly defeating me. Uh, Seth, of course, came second at the UK Nationals this year, just frequently performing well at, uh, at tournaments and events, and not just at the high-level competitive, because he can put together a strong Justice League team that can put the pressure on. Which I was really impressed with, but and and uh, one thing about Seth, although this is true of everyone's teams really, but particularly Seth stands out to me is that that kind of combination of the old and new, you know, like really making the best use of the golden format mm. to take some new Justice League affiliation characters and mash them up with some old classics to to produce something new, which I thought was really exciting. Yeah, it's cool. And I drew with uh, our man, the artist himself, uh, Stu. Yeah, it sounds like you two were were really. <laughs> smacking into each other we were we were we, we, when it came I won the first game and then we were going to uh, rounds in the second game and I think I rolled uh, like nine shields and I could have re-rolled to try and get some characters out do something different but I was just that guy that went mm, no I'm just going to use Sam Wilson Global to negate anything you do uh, and then when it came to his, his the, the last and final turn of the game he he went, oh, you should have probably got some characters and just steamrolled through. Uh, and I was like, do you know what? You deserve that for me being such a knob. Draw one all. So, uh, yeah, it was a fun game. It was nice to see the agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. put up a bit more of a fight. But he was up at two o'clock in the morning to drive down, which I think may have affected his thinking a little bit. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's that's some dedication to coming along. Really grateful to Stu, not just for coming and joining us and getting up at two in the morning doing the drive, but also the help he gave us with the prize pool, of course. Um, yeah. Uh, cool. Okay, well, um, should we roll into the last little bit of live audio from the day that we took after round five as everything was wrapping up and people were getting set yeah. to go home? Yeah, cool. Yeah. Let's have a listen then. All right, ladies and gents, well, here we are then at the end of the MOD PDM taking place at Element Games. Uh, it's not just me and Andy here now. We've got Javier. Say hello, Javier. Hey, how are you doing, guys? Then we've got Seth, who you've heard talked about, but I don't think you've ever heard the uh, the lilting tones of this cuddly bear. Go on. Hello. <laughs> and then Mr. Fullwood. Hello. Our resident book reviewer. Uh, I'll be reviewing a book again quite soon. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. <laughs> so, uh, Andy, how did your day finish? I had a lovely day. It was great to see all the nice people. It's not about what we do, it's about who we meet. And I had a great day uh, and uh, had loads of good games. And thank you very much. So so what was your record by the conclusion of the day? I went last, was I? Uh, no, but where were you? Second to last. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if it was second to last or third to last, but still. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Don't, just don't have it, I don't think. No. No, it's a... Either wins or it loses, team and well, lost. Didn't bring Taskmaster, so you lost. That was it. Hang on, hang on. Didn't bring. He didn't bring Taskmaster, so he lost. Oh, I see. It's all about the Taskmaster. Yeah, so, the team, yeah. Javier, this was your first Dice Masters event today. How did it go for you? 
It was uh, really fun. Uh, won a couple of rounds as well, met a lot of cool people. It was amazing. Excellent. A lot of cool people. I think he's referring to me there, Andy. And me. He beat me. Um, Seth, you took second place. Somehow. Tell us a little bit about your team very briefly. Well, I field lots of Justice League characters, and then it's the Batman, where they all get plus two attack, and the Green Lantern, where they get plus two attack, and then I attack, and if that doesn't work, and if that, if that doesn't work, I attack again. Okay. <laughs> That's, so, what you don't know is that the segment before this, after we played, I described that exact experience of being on, <laughs> being on the other side of it, yeah. Um, so we did the raffle, the True Mr. Six prize raffle. I think that went down very well. Loads of great prizes. want to say thanks to Jordo over at DM North for his contribution. Yeah, beautiful sidekicks. Yeah, thanks to Stu Art, Stu.Art. Check him out on Facebook. I'll put a link in the group. Uh, tremendous. Yeah, beautiful work. Uh, beautiful yeah. work. Um, thanks to uh, Zach over at Dice Master James Zach for his, some of his laser cut goodies that were in there as well yeah. uh, and then thanks to my wife for putting up with the boxes of shit that was all around the house for, <laughs> for months and months and months that wraps up this current MOD PDM I think keep your eyes out we'll try and do something Central England yeah next in about a few months in a few months let's yeah. see we'll, we'll get the logistics figured out so thank you very much for coming guys thank you, thank you, guys, thank you yeah. for organising it again and thank you for listening uh, yes, there you go then, folks. So at the end of the day, um, Andy came penultimo. <laughs> penultimo. I'm not sure. It, uh, that's probably really bad Spanish. I think uh, second to last is something like uh, segundo al penultimo or something like that. Gosh, that's taken me back some years. Segundo geniusio. The second genius. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds like a really dodgy... <laughs> sketch on on the fast show right now (laughs) 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 oh dear but uh, nice nice to hear uh, Seth's voice there finally on the podcast we talk about Seth and of course he's a well extremely well-known player uh, worldwide for for his regular performance in WKOs and national events searing insights from Seth there I I buy dice I attack and if that doesn't work I buy more dice and attack again Just, just elegant in its simplicity there, yeah. Uh, and Paul and Javier, and it's um, everybody. Just you know, we were hanging around outside the shop and just chatting. And it seemed like everyone was in really good spirits and enjoying themselves a great deal. Which, which of course, we're very pleased about because that's one of the ultimate aims of putting the event on. Yeah, definitely. It was good to see that everyone seemed to have a good time, and uh, it made it worthwhile. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, made it all worthwhile. And and of course we'll we'll reinforce um that you know we're big believers of the fact that we don't need WizKids to put on an official WKO for us to have a good time playing Dice Masters in a in an event, even if it is just a, an informal event. We can put prizing together just by being a little bit industrious. We can secure finance to fund that prizing just by you know, getting out there and being bold and brazen enough to strike deals with stores um, and we can attract players by making good use of the social media and it doesn't need to be any more than that you know yeah yeah it's nice people coming from all over the country yeah yeah absolutely yeah, to all, all, to, all to all to watch you come second to last to last fantastic fantastic I'll tell you what was nice is um Javier, my friend, I've known for for a, a good good while. Uh, we've played a few games of Dice Masters, but never really kind of 
clicked with him. Right. And uh, it was nice that he, throughout the games uh, that we played the, the night before, and then we started playing in the tournament, he went from kind of getting it, so he knew the mechanics, to getting it, and you know, making those decisions, seeing the the kind of the, the layers to it that aren't immediately obvious, uh, and um, and and really kind of getting into the thinking, uh, and 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 uh, you know, when you attack, when you're not to attack, when you do this ability. I mean, he pulled a absolute corker of a a, a move on me when in our game, which is the last game, where um, I got him down to two life. Had Melinda May out, so I just needed to field to any characters, and I had four Maria Hills churning through a bag. And then the turn before, he fielded a Joker, the one that stopped me from fielding things, and oh, changed, yeah. changed the target from my big Deathlock to my Maria Hill, so I couldn't field those to do the damage. And I've not fielded them for like the whole time we were playing because I was using them to kind of try and bring dice in for used. And that little thing was like, oh, mate, you're supposed to have got that, that you know, got into it that much yet to have noticed that that's what I was going to do. <laughs> it's very quick. It's was, it was very cool to see kind of his understanding of not just how the game works, as in, you know, you buy a character for four, and one of them has to be a mask, and you put it in a used, and then you put it through your bag. But actually thinking about, like, the layers and the abilities and how they interact, it was, it was really cool, really cool to watch. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's great when new players come along. And, and e- even, you know, Martin, hi, Martin. Um, Martin um, came across to me and said, you know, I'm a, I'm a listener to the podcast. I, I heard about this event through listening to the Ministry of Dice. Even Martin was still in good spirits. He'd had a bit of a rough time with the games because uh, just basically due to experience levels. But he was still like, I've learned so much. I've learned so much. I can't wait. When, when are you doing your next one? You know, uh, I was like, well, I'd probably be in the Midlands. He's like, oh, I'm in the Midlands. That's great. And, you know, uh, really encouraging. So we, we, we were super happy to have you there, Martin. And we were super happy to have you there, have you? Getting involved uh, as newer players. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, okay, so. excellent. Well, there we go. We'll wrap that one up there then on the MOPDM. Uh, UK players, keep your ears open and your eyes open on Facebook for news of the next event. I think it'll be a couple of months yet, won't it, before we get that on, maybe into the into the summer. Yeah, yeah, kind of May, June time, hopefully, something yeah. like that. Yeah, we got to think yeah. of what we're gonna, how we're going to theme it. Yeah, yeah, we've already started having a bit of a chat about that. We need to reach out to uh, some of the stores that we're friends with to talk about that. And as I mentioned before, I need to start refilling the mystery prize raffle. The, the box got rinsed this weekend. <laughs> but that's just the way it goes. Excellent. OK, on to the next segment then, my man. Welcome back, folks. And today marks the return of the Ministry of Dice the Bar. And we've got a special guest to welcome onto the show. We've got Joe here with us from CR Game Room. Good evening, Joe. Good evening. Well, it's evening for us. What time is it over there for you right now? It's about three fifteen. About three fifteen. So this is this is particularly unusual for us today because we've had a little bit of trouble with Skype, and so we're recording this through Google Hangouts. This is the first time I've done an interview where I can actually see the person I'm interviewing, which is somewhat unusual. I can see all the bright light behind you. Where are you sat right now, Joe? I am in my local game store's uh, play area. They were nice enough to lend me. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to them because they're nice yeah, enough yeah. to lend me their Wi-Fi. It's Boardwalk Games over here in Carrollton, Texas, just around the corner from me. Uh, I must say, I'm very disappointed that you not only have you come along to record with me today, but recording by video, and you're not wearing a Stetson. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could be wearing my shirt that I always use on stream. 
which is the Tabasco shirt. Tabasco, yeah. <laughs> Tabasco Rogue. So folks out there will, will, will probably know you from your involvement with the CR Game Room. Tell us a little bit, Joe, about your involvement with Dice Masters and how you come to get into this wonderful game. So I was first introduced to it um, by a couple of, through a couple of co-workers uh, back at my hometown, which is a small place called Midland, Texas. This is back in late 2015. They introduced me to it via the D&D set, the first one, Battle for Faerun. I fell in love with it because I love D&D. Uh, I love to roleplay D&D as well. So anyway, from there, uh, me and a couple of other friends that I introduced to the game, we went and we bought five boxes. This is about the time that World of Light was being released. Um, we went and bought five boxes, <laughs> each from different sets. And that's how I came to my Golden Age collection. Collection, Actually, I got a lot of good stuff from there. And then the scene started declining early 2016 around my neighborhood. So I thought, well, what can I do about this? And in the summer, I, I bought a webcam. I heard about the online scene. And so I decided, well, you know what, if I can't play in a store here, I might as well reach out to people. And sort of from there, I got my start up until about early 2017. I left the game for about three or four months because, you know, life, uh, it tends to happen. Yeah, it has a way of getting in, w- in the way of nerd life. Um, so then I came back into it and I kind of, you know, I went head first, as my wife would like to say. She's not, she's not pleased that she has to, you know, kind of fight with... Uh, with me on time spent online or <laughs> at the house you know how it is life of youtubers podcasters uh, i do actually although my wife doesn't like me a great deal so it works out quite well for her. <laughs> <laughs> that's why i spend so much time with um the other special lady in my life hello hello uh, i wasn't referring to you actually mate i was talking about your mum that was a really good q in <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure and then so how did you come from that point then then how did you come to get involved with uh, chris and rob over at the game room so it's a funny story because i was um just trying to get back into it in mid 2017 and that's whenever they printed uh or that's whenever they spoiled the lovely thor set was mm. about july i want to say july uh 2017 and so the the great thing about this was they they spoiled a little card called Hella, uh, the rare, and people were like, "Well, hey, how can you how can you make this impossible global that costs six generic work?" And so I said, "Well, Beholder just happens to be my favorite card from Faerun Under Siege, so why not run that combo?" I ran it by as many people as I could. Dice Masters with James and Zach picked me up, and they said, "You know what? Let's do a couple of uh, combo rundown videos." After that, I went to uh, I went on to watch Chris and Rob on their streams. And after the third stream, they were like, "Look, man, we love what you do. Why don't you become a contributor?" And I said, "Yeah, sure. You know what? I'll I'll try to do my best to contribute." And from there, we came up with a few things. You know, the stream was 100% Chris's idea. A lot of the stuff is their idea. I just contribute in ways like maybe offer like, "Hey, instead of doing this for a tournament, let's do that." And we kind of went from there. Yeah. Wow. Well, I've I've been following the stream, the guy's stream right from the beginning. And he just sort of arrived out of the blue. And there was <laughs> everyone was talking to you like uh, you've been there forever. I was like, I missed an episode. So <laughs> well, the way I just, 
Yeah, and the, one of the key things, I suppose, about the stream... Well, tell us a bit about the stream, I suppose, to begin with. It was on a Wednesday night, isn't it? Yeah, it's every Wednesday. We were doing... So we're trying to diversify. Obviously, Dice Masters isn't going to be our... We're not going to be known for being a one-trick pony. It is our most, you know... It is our most successful uh, subject in our channel. But Chris, whenever he started this thing, him and Rob, they both said, let's, you know, let's get everybody going on the same page, and then we can diversify from there. I came in mostly because of Dice Masters, but also because I liked what they were doing. And um, I was like, you know what? Is it all right if we do three or four talking heads on the stream? Because then Ben started coming around every once in a while, you know, chiming in or like, you know, just saying, hey, in the chat. And so we were like, let's do, yeah, let's do that. And then it went on to Brewer's Corner. We had been talking on the back end. The reason why I guess you didn't see me and then all of a sudden they knew me is because we actually live in the same area. I live 45 minutes away from the both of them. So we were able to communicate with each other through chatting and also seeing each other and, and being at the WKO. That's what it was. We were at the WKO uh, in another town not too far from me. And that's how we met. And we ironed out all the you know details. What's a what's a WKO? <laughs> <laughs> a time and a place. You, time and a place. A, yeah, yeah. It's like uh it's like a that's like a historical reference. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I feel like I feel like it was fifty years ago. You know, I feel like one mm. of those old, you know, old men talking about the Beach Boys or something. Yeah, what our WKO. Yeah, on the subject of WKOs. It doesn't matter that we don't have WKOs because, of course, one of the things that you guys over at uh, CR Game Room are big advocates for is driving online gaming and doing something a little bit more formal with that. Yeah, so that was um, primarily that was the first thing that Chris wanted to do as soon as we got the group together. He was like, we've got to do an online tournament. And he worked a lot on the back end with people like DM Armada and Dice Masters with James and Zach. And he, he put out to everybody, including Troy, who used to, you know, I. I know Troy from late 2016, whenever he reached out to me and he said, hey, we're doing stuff online, so you don't have to worry about not going to your local game store. And so that's kind of my connection to online was through Troy and then through everybody else. Anyway, back to the, back to the situation at hand, we noticed that there was a lack of tournaments on you know IRL. So this is about the time that they had announced two WKOs in the space of four and a half months. And everybody was kind of scratching their heads going like, well, hey, where's the UK love? Where's the EU love? You know, when are we going to get WKOs that are region specific and not just, hey, there's WKO randomly. And so we thought in order to kind of bridge that gap, we would then create online tournaments at certain intervals. And so then that's whenever we first started with the two team takedown is a brilliant format. I love that format. And it lends to the competitiveness that normally Dice Masters doesn't conform to, but I feel that two team takedown makes it work because you can't you can't do stuff like you would normally do with uh, other CCGs where you put in sideboards or you put in different tech, and so two team takedown gives you that full three to five game experience where you're it's a battle instead of just a a quick one hitter and you're done. Yeah, yeah, we're we're big believers in the three rounder, aren't we, Andy? Oh yeah, definitely. One, yeah. one and done is a bit wrong. 
Yeah, I believe I believe that you're not getting the best experience until you're playing your opponent and your team to the fullest of their extents. And if it takes three games, then it then good on you. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, my thing is, I'm I'm always really slow on the uptake. So sometimes I'll play the first game and I'll go, oh, that's what they're doing, and then I can then I can move and move, you know re-strategize and figure figure my, what I'm doing, uh, figure it out, and then maneuver myself into a better position in the second and third game to win the round overall but um that's why i have a well-known history over here for being the king of ties because <laughs> 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 i'll take so long over the first game and then figure it out and then win the second game and then run out of time no yeah. i feel you on that and yeah that's i'm no stranger to that principle either that it takes a little bit even with 10 pieces on your team total because you got your two basic actions there's still a lot of depth to your team and your opponent's team especially whenever you have to share resources in the form of globals yeah, yeah um, absolutely. And so that depth adds complexity to the game it adds complexity or it adds link to the runtime and so it's just like it's not you're not doing anybody any justice by doing a one and done. I, I agree. I agree. And I know that Andy does too. Um, I'm getting better though. I'm getting better at that. Andy's been coaching me up for some years now. He's made about 5% improvement. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, he has a national title to prove it. Yeah, his best days are behind him, Joe. <laughs> best days are behind him. What did... fame. Yeah, although you're fighting fit and ready um, for, uh, so, uh, you guys are about to hold an invitational uh, online event, uh, which Andy and I uh, have signed up for. So continuing the tangent or continuing the string that we were originally <laughs> that you guys had, um, let me answer the actual question that you had about or that you brought up about the tournament, the online scene and tournaments in general. What I wanted to do was I pitched this about two and a half months ago. We had a meeting. Uh, as a channel we all got together uh, with the exception of ben because he's he's in canada of course but uh, all of us gotten together in a physical location we ironed out a schedule for this year for this calendar year and we ironed out our expectations what we wanted to do as a channel and one of the things that i brought up was uh let's do a tournament that is a culmination tournament like a kind of like a, an epitome of what the year was or what the year will be. And so that's whenever we came up with the Invitational. And what I was coming, the angle that I was coming at it was, you know, the best experience that uh, competitively that Dice Masters can offer through people who are highly competitive players. Not to say that they're, not to say that you guys are, you know, the Timmies or the Spikes of the Dice Masters world, but just to say that, you guys know a thing or two. You have titles under your belt. You've placed in each one of our tournaments, in each one of the CR Game Room tournaments, tournaments, as well as some other high-profile tournaments. So why not bring everybody together and have that kind of be a like, look, this is what you can do with Dice Masters competitively. Well, I can't speak for Andy, but by inviting me, I think you're going to find yourself sorely disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, however, we're, we're, we're gaming. Andy's fighting fit to uh, accrue a title. Um, again, uh, uh, oh yeah, sorry again. Andy <laughs> went to Worlds. Did you know that, Jim? I did. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, he'll get around. I thought that was a rumor. Um, but no, well, I don't know. It is the age of fake news and all that, after all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he keeps he keeps insisting that that was the case. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, know. I'm really looking forward to that. I've got. In fact, today is the team list deadline day. I need to get my team in. Um, Correct. Uh, the deadline is eight and a half hours from right now, this minute that we are recording. Yeah. Eight and a half hours right from now. 
So well, I only got my invite like a day ago. So <laughs> I've had my weeks ago. I've just been procrastinating over my. That team. was uh, yeah. We fired the receptionist that because they didn't they didn't email it out to you. Sorry about that. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. <laughs> well, you know, we've we've all experienced administrative errors. You know, that's uh, just part of the course, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the game we love is often full of administrative errors. Quote. <laughs> end quote. I don't know what you're talking about. You see that Varro card? Target, mate. I said, do you see that Varro card? Varro Targaryen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a mess. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a ledge. Uh, well, thanks for uh, thanks for that, Joe. Uh, just uh, one final question before we move on to the real business at hand. Um, is, there, is there a particular card that you're tinkering around with or uh, something that you're, you're excited about at the moment? So I recently did uh, the Weekly Dice Arena with Ross, and he does Tuesday night streams. And yes, you guys... Yeah. You guys, uh, I think he's recording it, and he's gonna he's gonna distribute it on his YouTube channel. But the last match was me on camera, and I had it was Golden Age. I had Chaos Warp and Vicious Struggle. Chaos Warp. Yep. So yeah, yeah. Chaos Warp is draw and roll every die in your bag. For each energy face, you take a damage. For each character face, your uh, opponent takes a damage. Well. That really doesn't matter if you have Vicious Struggle, because you're still doing the damage to your opponent's face regardless. And it was a lot of fun. The format was a little wonky, because you could only purchase, uh, or you could only have character dice of cost two or lower on your teams. And so it made for some very interesting builds. But at the same time, in the midst of all these Serenas and in the midst of all these Guy Gardeners, here I am with the Chaos Warp deck um, going in with Vicious Struggle. And it was just, it was really fun to brew with that that combination nice very good yeah we, we've been discussing chaos warp lately with uh, with james and zap funnily enough um, it's just it's really hard to make it work in modern of course you can go bishop route and there's big entrance to make sure the stuff gets in your bag or there's uh, create food and water to make sure the stuff gets in your bag um, but it all comes down to bag management and realistically how much damage you're gonna do that's the problem you're like on average, I looked at the stats and I would, whenever I was doing test runs, and on average, you're going to do anywhere from zero to five damage to the opponent. And that's every, and that's over the space of three or four activations. It's really hard to pull off. Yeah. We were talking about toying around uh, with a bit of life gain or uh, something, you know, to mitigate the damage coming your way compared to the damage you're dealing to the opponent we've, well so what done. what we could do is you could run attuned characters and you can run boom boom to kind of increase the damage dealt to your opponent and so that's kind of a way to mitigate you know and then of course i used um the common chalkboard which gained you life yeah uh, and so that's, uh, that's mask and shield isn't it if you roll mask and yeah. shields yeah and then i used uh i had morphing jar uh on my team everybody else was using sure. multiple man multiple man yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't deny the stats, uh, the 4-3 stats on that level 3 side, though. They're just, no. It's just too brutal. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Interesting. So Chaos Warp, watch this space, guys. Uh, thank you very much. Well, that was um, some lovely info there, Joe, but let's, let's get down to the real business. All right, so here we go. That's, that's all good and well, online events and whatnot, but uh, everybody knows that the real competitive title to be won this year is the coveted Ministry of Bice. Ministry of Bice? There you go. Ministry of Vice. Dice. 
Yeah, Ministry of Vice, Ministry of it's okay. Mice. Just edit it and post. That's my favorite yeah, term now. Yeah. Edit it and post. <laughs> edit it and post. Uh, yeah, the Ministry of Dice is coveted. The bar, top of the leaderboard spot. So we've had Arjun Lucan on so far this year. Uh, this is now your turn to jump in and have your crack at the two-minute quickfire round. So I'm going to hand you over to my man, Andy. Bonjour. All right. Okay, so Ministry of Dice the Bush, we put the theme tune in about now. Uh, yeah, let's put it in now. Right now. Uh, um, now. Okay, so you have two minutes of quick fire questions. The <clears throat> specialist subject you have chosen is the green arrow and flash set. Uh, which uh, helpfully was uh, one that Jordo picked last year. Um, (laughs) (laughs) If you know the answer, shout it out. We'll go on to the next question. If you get it wrong, I'll give you the correct answer. And if you want to play tactical and you don't know, pass, and we will crack on with the next question. If Chris is ready with his pen and paper and his timer. I am, yes. Joe, I'll give you a shout out a minute, 30 seconds and 10 seconds in. Look at him limbering up. Um, uh, Right. I'm ready. I'm set. Okay, Joe, you ready? Yep. On your marks, get set, go. What energy type is Professor Zoom? He is a fist and a bolt. Correct. Uh, well, I've just got fist here. Um, Powering has two affiliations, villains and what? And the crime syndicate. Correct. What keyword ability does Uncommon Deathstroke have? He has... Pass. What affiliation is Zatanna? Mystic. Correct. What colour is Merlin's dye? Oh, grey. Correct. And black. What is Hal Jordan's attack on level three? Five three. Uh, I'll take it as five. Uh, Gorilla Grod Force of Mind is an awesome card. What is his purchase cost? Seven. Correct. What is the subtitle of the super rare Barry Allen card? CSI. Correct. What energy type is Weather Wizard? Bolt. Correct. Gigantoglobal. Pay what? Spin target character die you control down one level. Fist. Uh, No, it's one energy. Uh, Cosmic Treadmill is a crossover card. Which two types of energy is needed to purchase it? Mask and Bolt. Oh, it's Fist and Mask. Uh, ah. girl, Commissioner's Daughter, while active, your opponent may not target your character dice with what? 30 seconds Global. left. Globals. Uh, no, it's character abilities. Uh, what is the colour of Huntress's die? Pink. Oh, it's purple. Uh, King Shark Feeding Frenzy can only be blocked by two character dice or one character dice with a keyword ability what? Crossover. Correct. What is the purchase cost of all three versions of Martian Manhunter? Four? Oh, six. When Diggle, Problem Solver, is active, what type of energy can you spend as wild energy? That's time. Uh, I'll, I'll give you it, if you can give us an answer. Do you want the question? Uh, shield. Uh, it's correct. Hey, <laughs> nicely done. I'm just going to have a look Nicely up, done. Uh, that was atrocious. I, it's like I had forgotten all that stuff. Oh, dude, yeah, when the, when the pressure's on, you know what I mean? Um, I, I, you've done better than I think. Think you think you did? 
Professor um, Zoom. Uh, so the first question, so I wasn't sure. It is just a fist. He's not a crossover. Oh, I, I always thought he was a crossover. He's not that great on two of his. He's not that great on two of his rarities, but I think his uncommon is really good. The fast. But is that the one? Doesn't Professor Zoom have the your opponent has to pay one to attack you? Is that Professor Isn't Zoom? That, uh, Sinestro. No, no I, I think Sinestro has to pay one to Zoom. block. Zoom is the one that they have to pay one to attack you, and I yeah. think that's the I think that's the rare, but the uncommon one is the one where. He has fast, and your flash characters can't gain fast or something like that. Hang on. Anyway, how did I do here? Yeah, okay, see. here we go then. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Decent score. That is a decent score, Joe. Yeah. Very solid. Uh, you'll be pleased to know that you smashed your man Chris completely out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> well, I already knew that. <laughs> Ten is not sixteen, though. I think the the highest we've ever had was a twelve. Was it a twelve? I think was the highest. Twelve's the highest we've had. We've yeah, that was 12s. James Bloor with a twelve, yeah. and Zach's also got twelve, and Arge got yeah. twelve last week. Arge got twelve. Yeah, so you're definitely at the top end of the table there with a score of ten, Joe. Okay, so the uncommon Professor Zoom is the one, while he's attacking your non-sidekick character dice, are unblockable. Your opponents may pay one to ignore this effect. Yeah, okay, that's probably the one I was thinking of. Yeah, absolutely. And then the the rare is the one you were thinking of. <laughs> your opponents may not attack with non-sidekick character dice unless they pay one to ignore the effect. Uh, there you go, Professor Zoom. Could be an overlooked gem there. Get to a segment on that. We could do a segment on that. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> Don't tell those rolling thunder blokes, though. They'll be next Is week. somebody stealing your content there? No, no. Arjun Lucan have started. I don't know if you're aware. Arjun Lucan has started their podcast, Rolling Thunder. The first episode went out this week. Oh, yes. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, well, Joe, thanks so very much for coming along. Highly respectable score. Congratulations. Well done. And we'll send Chris some messages to let him know uh, <laughs> how, just, just to make him feel even more worse about his performance. Uh, I'll let him know on the stream tonight. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. Yeah, please do. Uh, folks, so uh, keep your eyes out on all the all the best places to get your video streams and your YouTube uploads for the invitational games that will be making their way up. When, when's that kicking, actually formally kicking off? So after tonight, I will do the pairings first thing tomorrow morning. The pairings right. will be announced. We'll schedule matches that will either be recorded, streamed, or written about in various media. Yeah, sure. Okay, so when this episode goes out, the first week will have taken place then, won't it? Um, yep. So keep your eyes out, folks, on all your all your favorite Dice Masters content creators uh, for that. And then also keep your eyes and ears to the ground for uh, the next CR Game Room event. Uh, and go check out the stream on a Wednesday night. Thanks, Joe. Thanks a lot. Cheers. <laughs> And that, folks, brings us to the end of yet another episode of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We sincerely hope that you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording. It was a, spe a special pleasure recording it this week, actually, with uh, live audio at the MOPDM, guests on for the bar, uh, chatting to other players that were there at our event. So um, I very much enjoyed this week's episode. So did I. Yeah. So we'll be back in two weeks. Uh, if you're interested in the one big weekend uh, stuff, then get in touch with Rolling Thunder. If it's specifically, if you're interested in the UK event that's taking place in Manchester, give me a shout. You all know how to reach me. We'll get you the details. Although I should talk to Paul, really. 
he's kind of organising things with the store. Mr. Forward? Yeah, it's Mr. Forward. Mr. I'm not buying my Hulk forward. <laughs> I'm going to bring a Hulk, but I'm not going to use it. Yes, yeah, yeah. Congratulations to Steve, of course, for winning the MOD PDM. Well done, uh, Mr. Clegg. Yeah, he was very generous, actually. He um, he gave me back the Chris Bishop. <laughs> the framed common Kate Bishop card with the with the artwork by Stu. He said, yeah, that's probably better off with you. That's its spiritual home, I think, really. <laughs> oh, bless him. Indeed. Plus, I'm not sure he wanted to carry it around in his backpack to get home. Put it on his wall. Stare yeah. at it lovingly. Yeah. Have a look. Think of me all the time. Yeah. Above um, his bed, maybe on the ceiling of his bedroom. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's where most people keep their pictures of me. <laughs> um, uh, Except next anymore, episode, we just put a mirror up for her. Okay, cool. Um, next episode, <laughs> uh, the return of global reverscalation will be happening. Oh, have you got it all prepped up? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, laugh, but then. Hold on. It's a it's a doozy. There'll be audience participation. Oh, really? Wow, okay, I can't wait. I can't Gone wait. to town on that. Well, I'm not, I won't deny, I have a, a, some small sense of anxiety and nervousness when I leave you to prepare segments <laughs> without my input, but it sounds like you're across it. So, uh, Our man, Mr. Club, Chris Club, who, uh, who suggested the team brew for last episode, will be very excited to hear that. Oh, well, I hope so. I hope you like it, Chris. Excellent. Well, onwards then on to episode 41. We'll see you in two weeks' time, folks. Bye-bye. If you're 50-50 with Ben and you've beaten for a national championship and I beat you every week, does that mean I'm basically the national champion? I don't know. Do you have a trophy? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll not go there. Um, I've got your mum's underwear. <laughs> It's so weird because I can see you as well.